You can go suck a fuck. Oh, please tell me, Elizabeth, how exactly does one suck a fuck? Vote for Dukakis. This is spoilers. Yes! Uh, mm, just kidding. So staunch. <laughs> I'm voting for Dukakis. Okay, everybody, this is Brett, and uh, I'm the host of Spoilers tonight. Uh, we did the movie Donnie Darko from 2001, I believe. Tell us where you're recording from, and tell us your favorite time travel movie. Oh, that's an easy one. Well, this, my name is Pappy. I'm recording from Denver, Colorado. I am a fuckass, and <laughs> my favorite time travel movie is, without a doubt... Time Bandits. Oh, Easy. yeah. Didn't even, didn't uh, even think of that. <laughs> Easy. Watch it in Boo. subtitles, people. <laughs> Can't understand their squeaky-ass language. So, I don't know where everyone lives in Elkhart, so why don't you guys tell me who is West? I think it's Mikey. Mikey? Yeah, I'll go. Um, my name's Mikey, recording from Goshen. Um, my favorite time travel movie. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it definitely gets a few laughs out of me is Time Cop. <laughs> time Cop is a- <laughs> Does the movie have to have the word time in it? No, definitely not. Guys, or- <laughs> Mikey, did we watch that on my it's birthday? Classic, uh- <laughs> I think you yeah, watched that on my birthday. It was a rager. <laughs> yeah, classic Van Damme. So uh, what, Josh, you think you're up next? Uh, I think Stevie's about a block west Ooh. of me, but I'll go. I'll go ahead and go. This okay. is Josh. I'm also recording from Goshen. Uh, Arrival came to my Ooh, mind yeah. from oh. last year, but I think, I think overall, probably Primer. I, I really like that movie. Good choice. Cool, Good choice. cool time travel movie. Yeah. Uh, Next, this is Stevie recording from Elkhart, block over from Josh, and um, I've never sucked a fuck. But my favorite time travel movie <laughs> is, um, is oh, yeah, glad Josh reminded me, uh, Arrival, yeah, that movie was in probably one of the, probably like one of the best movie experiences I've ever had, so Arrival. Man, me too, that's Spoilers a great episode 70 something. Yeah. Check it Plus out. it has aliens. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> He's so scared. Yikes. Uh... Is that me? Yeah. Yeah, this is Jordan, uh, recording from a new location, Durham, North Carolina tonight. Ooh. Hey. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think honorable mention for Primer, but I think Arrival is probably mine, too. Uh, I didn't go. I had my uh, I had my pick all I, I locked up and ready to go, but man, I loved Arrival. Uh, let's go with the movie everyone here hates just about... Uh, Terminator and Arrival tie. So. So not Austin Powers, the spy who shot me. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Wait, why do you always think people hate Terminator? I have no problem with Terminator. No, Mikey likes it. Stevie I just said says it was overrated. Terrible. I just said it was overrated. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm still just really bitter about that. I just hate James Cameron. My hate for him knows no bounds. I don't want to besmirch a former uh, spoilers episode, but... All right, cool. Those are some good movies. I mean, Time Cop, I didn't expect to hear that, even though I did think of it when I thought of time travel movies. But um, well, it's the best. Like I said earlier on the thread, I'd love to try to breeze through the 
synopsis of the movie just so we can get into you know more macro talks at the end but i was trying to just pick important plot parts and my i still have two and a half pages so um oh. <laughs> well, so this is brett's thesis everybody get comfy <laughs> no. cliff's notes brett's notes are the book except for longer when you started. Nah. nah no we'll we'll try to breeze through it just throw out important stuff and we could skip ahead if we have to but so I guess we'll get started. Um, first of all, I, real quick, uh, am I the only one that saw Donnie Darko for the first time? Yeah. Recently? Yeah. 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 This was a request from my wife, Brittany. Thank you. I enjoyed it a lot. Maybe. Wait till the end. <laughs> um, okay, so this story uh, begins on October 2nd, 1988. It kind of just begins of with Donnie waking up. What? My bad, keep going. I said, Year of Our Lord. Keep you, going. Yeah, AD, <laughs> Anno Domini. Uh, or Domina, whatever. Uh, he wakes up in the middle of nowhere, uh, but the actual story... Well, actually, Pappy, why don't you go ahead and... Uh, can you kind of explain the family dynamic that you get a little bit from that first meal scene? Okay, so you got the son, uh, Donnie Darko, the titular character, played by like a 17-year-old Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he's got a, uh, they're all hyper intelligent. Like his sister's got into Harvard, but she's kind of also just stereotypical picking on a little brother, big sister played by real life sister, Maggie John Hall. Uh, there's a daughter, uh, youngest daughter. I don't know. What her, what's her name again? Samantha. Lilo. Samantha. She's like, uh, the girl in little Miss Sunshine kind of, she's like into dancing, just like a stereotypical little girl sister and Chichiro's then the parents, voice yeah. and Lilo Chichiro. and Lilo nice yeah uh and then uh the nice. parents oh what everyone's just nice. saying nice yeah we're just going night nice <laughs> and then you have uh the parents who are like super like forgiving like the teenagers are pretty angsty teens but they seem to be like a pretty good family overall yeah, they're. I mean, they're like you said, they're kind of snarky towards each other, and the dad's just kind of, as you will find out, he's just kind of a goober, but he seems kind of like a good-hearted person. The mom seems a little less so, but yeah, you also find out that uh, Donnie's seeing a therapist, and you know, like you said, Maggie's taking a year off, but um, the real story kind of begins when. Uh, Donnie's just awoken in the middle of the night and told to go outside by a mysterious voice. Um, it turns out to be a, someone in a rabbit costume named Frank. That's kind of your first introduction into some of the creepy stuff. Uh, he wakes up, he's on the golf course where you see, I don't know, sexiest man alive. Swayze! Swayze. Mm. Spoilers. That dude. Spoilers loves Swayze, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Two movie club, but it feels like the 20 movie club. Yeah. He's in spirit. Second best Bodie ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Joe. So he wakes up on the golf course to find the worst dad jokes like spoken at him in like the history of film. Just made me cringe watching it. But he comes back and there's police everywhere and sirens sirens everywhere. And he sees like a, his like relieved family members because a jet engine has come out of nowhere and landed in his room that would have crushed him had he been, th- been there. 
Um, then we kind of get uh, introduced to Dr. Thurman, or as I like to, it's Catherine Ross. I like to call her one half of the hottest mom-daughter movie combination of all time from The Graduate. Uh, if anyone has seen that movie, that was... You spoiled that movie. Oh, you did? Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. I mean, I've listened, I've listened to all of them, but... Yet. Yet. Device. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, listen. <laughs> but uh, she's... I don't know. I, she was described as a hypnotherapist online, but I don't know if she ever actually says that, but... Uh, she, she's a quack. <laughs> <laughs> she does uh, try hypnotizing him, and I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but she ends up telling his parents that he's having some hallucinations, but I guess I'll come back to that. Um, so Frank starts asking Donnie to do a bunch of weird things throughout this movie. Uh, first, he asks Donnie if he believes in time travel. Um, uh, he leads Donnie to ask his science teacher about it and uh you find out that there was a book he, gosh sorry i skipped over grandma death she's all creepy they almost run her over with the car and she whispers something to him i don't remember exactly what it was anybody have that yeah everybody every living thing dies alone yeah i'm gonna have to throw to you guys you guys have seen it a lot more than i have but <laughs> i think one of the biggest plot points i actually skipped over is when he meets um the love interest for the first time She's, like, introducing the high school. I feel like that is what kind of sets into motion a lot of things. Probably even more so than Frank, to be honest. She's, like, mm. my age, and my wife, like, hates her, but I, like, always had a crush on her growing up. Jenna Malone? <clears throat> yeah. She's so good looking. Yeah, for mm. sure. And I know she's young. It's, like, too young in this movie to say that, but, like, since we're the same age, we're kind of growing up together and, you know. Why does she hate Jenna Malone? Because of step bomb? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That's like... Dude, Kirsten said the same thing. She hates her, and I was like, eh, she's all right, though. Why? I, I, she was like, she's, she's, she's so like nice. the same like kind of slutty character in every movie she plays, and I was I like, think, I don't know who she is. Either. I think she's I know like, why they hate her. Why? Because <laughs> didn't her dad, like, stab her mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Seth Rogen. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, when uh, when Donnie floods the school, this kind of gets into the whole weirdness that we'll probably discuss later. But do you think it kind of implies that Donnie has powers? That and he put an axe through the top of a of a stone bulldog. Yeah, super strength. Yeah, there's another superpower actually. When he wakes up and he starts riding his bike home, and he has no shoes on, that is a super. <laughs> that is crazy. That is dangerous. Yeah, that sucks. No. I hated that. I know from personal family oh, trauma ooh. that you should never do that. Oh, Got an uncle that did that and shredded his foot as a kid. Oh, oh man, I bet. Terrified me. When, when I saw him doing that, I was like, cringing <laughs> the whole time. It's like, God, I hope they got that in one take. I would never do that again. It's not those, slowing like, down. They had those grips yeah, on it, yeah. Fast. Oof. Mm. Is your, was your uncle okay afterwards? Or Yeah, he's fine, but... Tore his foot up as a kid. Man. Does he still have the foot? Yeah. <laughs> In a jar. <laughs> so, uh, to piggyback on that, another power that you kind of see for the first time, uh, they're watching football. I believe they're watching the Redskins. Doug Williams. Are you saying when he sees like the 
future blobs yeah, coming the, out of their bellies. The goo blobs, the yeah. Oh jeez, <laughs> Pappy, Pappy Jones. Yes. <laughs> so I know he he like sees all this stuff happening, so he like knows where people are going ahead of time. Uh, but to be honest, I watched this like a week and a half ago. I don't remember this exact scene as far as like where it leads him at that time. I know he has like a blob come out of him and he follows it. Where does he go? Anybody want to hop in on Just that? When he finds the gun. Yeah. Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah. He's like seeing the chemtrails coming out of everybody and he sees it coming out of himself and like a crazy person, which I imagine his friends and his dad are just kind of looking at him like he's crazy. He's laughing to himself. He follows his blob uh, around. (laughs) He follows his chemtrail to his parents or his dad's walk-in closet and finds a gun. Do they think that he's just taking edibles like all the time? He's always like smiling to himself. I just picture his dad. His dad's like, "Oh, that Donnie." (laughs) Yeah. First of all, it's like he keeps it in a a box in the floor. I mean, that's just a terrible place to have a gun. He keeps it in a shoebox, the most secure shoebox you've ever seen. People think it's loaded. (laughs) It's got scotch tape on. Throws a shoe. Uh, Just for the audience's sake, I'm sure y'all know this, but. Obviously, there are two versions of Donnie Darko, which I believe everyone has seen mostly. I don't know. I, I watched most of the scenes, and I'm pretty well versed in it, but I have not watched it. I know uh, if you listen to our Poltergeist episode, uh, we had kind of decided to watch the director's cut, but I kind of balked at that like within a half hour. But so <laughs> if anybody has any like cool director's cut things they want to throw in, Feel free. If not, I was going to talk about it towards the end because I thought there were some really cool scenes that got cut from the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't want another Mallrats debacle. No. We never want that again. Well, that's just a bad movie. <laughs> not fun to watch. <laughs> Nothing like Donnie. Way different, yeah. So, Way less rape. Uh, my next note says Mrs. Farmer is the worst. So, uh, I don't, what was her name? Kitty? Yeah, she plays that same character in oh, everything. That bitch. Yeah, dude, that's exactly what she is. <laughs> um, but I mean, next door neighbor. Her one good quality is she's obsessed with Patrick Swayze. So I mean, I think we can all relate to that. Well, I I kind of noticed this time the first time ever Maggie Gyllenhaal when she's on the phone she mentions that she's a PE teacher. Mm-hmm. Which you would have never noticed while watching the movie. Yeah, cause I, I, I read that and I was like, really, I didn't know that. She, which Brett's mom. Maggie's a. PE teacher? No, Kitty is a PE teacher. Oh, Kitty. Oh, kind of like Brett's mom. But anyway, instead of a like a wellness Brett's... teacher. <laughs> well, I think Kit, that's what Kitty wants to be. Because instead of PE, she has all her kids like gather around and they're watching these hilarious like <laughs> lessons that are put together by Patrick Swayze's company. <laughs> One of my favorite lines is like they like a quick pan on Zoom on this little kid, and he's like. The fear's gone, <laughs> or something. Like I'm that. not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so she's showing them these like just wacko tapes, and everything's like in her mind on a spectrum between fear and love, which I don't think is Accurate. like. Yeah, it's not like the worst horrible thing ever, <laughs> but she's like really obsessed with it, and so like Donnie is making a really big point to put her in her place about it. It's like the most black and white thing ever, and he wants. You know, he there's a, a spectrum of emotions that he just can't relate to her 
putting it into two little groups. So yeah, that's pretty much what I was going for. He just kind of flips out. Uh, they never actually say what he says, right? But I think we can kind of guess, right? He told her to forcibly shove up. that card up her anus. I'll tell you what he said. He asked me to forcibly insert the lifeline exercise card into my anus. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. Uh, I so, bet he got a zero for the day. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love the scene when he's in the principal's office too, and they repeat that back, and he says like the Donnie Darko slice <laughs> on his face as soon as they say anus. <laughs> it's a great shot, and the dad, his dad does too. The dad laughs and then cough, cough laughs like the best cough laugh ever. Yeah, he's he's pretty funny, but I wish he was in it a little more. But so uh, Swayze. What's his name in the Jim Cunningham? Jim Cunningham. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to call him Swayze, obviously, or Bodie, whatever you want. But he leads an assembly, <laughs> just the most, I don't know if anybody ever went to, like, small old private schools. We had a bunch of that crap, but I guess everyone probably does. But, uh, Stevie, can you, you want to describe the assembly for us and kind of what it leads to? Anarchy. I mean, it's, it's the absolute <laughs> worst because... He's like calling on kids to like describe their fears who are afraid and don't want to be afraid anymore. This one girl stands up and she's like, I'm afraid my sister eats too much and she's fat. (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, Ashley Tisdale from High School High Fame. Really? Yep. Wow, good call. And I love how the sister's like, shut up! Shut up! (laughs) And then... then you have like this like spastic lanky kid get up there and he's like I don't know what I mean I don't want to grow up and then uh, (laughs) you go on to the last kid and he's like my absolute favorite because he's just like uh, what does he say how do I learn how to fight yeah Yeah. how do I fight how do I fight (laughs) and like you can definitely tell like all these people it's been rehearsed with Jim Cunningham ahead of time and Diane Darko goes up there and he's like, I'm Gerald. And he just like pretty much mm. goes off on the entire thing and ends up calling Swayze the effing Antichrist with the whole with the whole school <laughs> applauding him as he gets uh, exited out the door. It's a fantastic scene. You're right, actually. I am pretty, I'm, I'm pretty troubled and I'm, I'm pretty confused, but I, and I'm afraid, really, really afraid. Really afraid, but I, I, I think you're the fucking Antichrist. I guess that kid is the one that's in the in one of his videos. Yeah. I think Swayze slaps him in the butt, which I didn't see, but uh, mm. that should have been our first hint, I guess. Eight-year-olds did. Um, <laughs> like Donnie uh, goes one by one to those kids and gives them actual decent yeah, advice. Good advice. And then, and then, like, I feel like he was about ready to bury Swayze, and I was almost disappointed when Donnie Darko just, like, he goes to, like, the base level, you're an effing F this, which I thought he already had him on the ropes, and he didn't need to go, I don't know, he knew he was going to get in trouble if he said that. I, I don't know, do you guys think he could have thought of something better to, like, finish him with? I love the finishing move of fucking Antichrist. Yeah, I kind of like that, awesome. too. Like, everything <laughs> leading up to it was maybe a little could have been better but i thought the last line was pretty good i literally thought in this watch through the next time someone i have a road rage incident that's when i'm gonna yell at them that you're the fucking antichrist <laughs> <laughs> great insult yeah i know he used it on barbara bush on twitter um whoa uh edit point uh spe- did. speaking of bodie man uh 
Mikey, what does uh, Donnie find while walking home one day? Uh, after that, some vital information he finds. Oh, he... Well, this is when he gets kicked out, right? Or he's just walking home and he passes... Unsuspectingly, he passes Jim Cunningham's house, Patrick Swayze's house, and he finds his wallet on the ground uh, outside on the sidewalk. So he puts two and two together and he figures that he's right outside Jim's house, so he knows where Jim lives now. And then uh, when he's walking a little bit farther, then he finally runs into... What's her name? Gretchen. Kitty. Gretchen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know the the girl. Gretchen. Where getting, are we at? Getting accosted by that Seth was, Rogen. That was earlier though, right? Was it? I, I that's don't when know. he first meets. That's right. what Josh was talking about. That's when he uh, school gets canceled. That's how he meets her. But I think this is later. I don't know why he's walking home. He can't. I don't know. Good question. I was hoping you guys would know that, but. So basically, he gets the vital information. Uh, you don't know why it's vital now, but... So, uh, Donnie and Gretchen go see a double feature. Uh, Pappy, why don't you tell us what those two movies are, and uh, maybe if you want to describe the next couple scenes, the next couple things for us. Yeah, I, I had forgotten this, and I hadn't seen The Evil Dead the last time I saw Donnie Darko, but it turns out... Uh, I think they wanted a different movie. I forget what it was, but Sam Raimi... Uh, was just like, oh, you can use my movie. And so that's how this ended up in there. But yeah, they're watching The Evil Dead and the double feature is uh, Martin Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ, which is a pretty spooky double feature. Um, <laughs> but uh, Gretchen like falls asleep right away in the movie and you have one of the most iconic shots yep. of Frank and one of the best lines of the whole movie. Steve, you remember what that is? <laughs> of when he's it's like, why are you wearing that funny bunny suit? Yeah. They say, why are you wearing that stupid mask? <laughs> yeah, then he's. What does he say? Why are you wearing that, uh. What is it? That why he, are you wearing that stupid man suit? Yeah, man suit. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that, like, memed. So and I love times. the way he smiles when he sees his eye. And he's like, what happened to your eye? Like, I think that's fantastic mm-hmm. writing. Because uh, he already knows. Yep. And he looks up at the screen, and, uh. <clears throat> Frank is like, have you ever seen a. Have you ever seen a portal? And it, uh, the Evil Dead screen opens up, which it's pretty cool too because they use the shots in the Evil Dead, which were um, of the clocks, which is you know ties into the whole time thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the portal is of, of Bodie's house, Patrick Swayze, uh, Pederast dude, and uh, Frank goes, "Burn <laughs> it to the ground." <laughs> and so that's basically what Donnie Darko goes and does. Yeah, I've read online theories that like the way he starts this fire is showing like his pyromancy skills but yeah I was he's like splashing up. gas all over the place so <laughs> pyromancy like I, I read that he's a witch he conjured the fire himself and I was like I didn't see that I watched it like nine times yeah I don't get that I think the biggest <laughs> crime is that he burned an original Swayze painting <laughs> <laughs> pyromancy is the art of divination by means of fire but no big deal guys can you imagine a kitty porn dungeon and that's how you get caught? Someone burns down your house and that's my <laughs> What a horrible The only thing block. that survives is the kitty porn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how unfortunate. Kind of ironic, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he goes back to the theater and Gretchen wakes up. I think I think what's missed in this movie is that the two luckiest people in the whole movie are Donnie and Gretchen. 
during the theater scene because both missed the majority of Evil Dead, which is a good Ooh, thing. Damn. Ooh, got it. Ooh, Brett with some pyromancy. Spitting <laughs> 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 <getting> hot pyro. <laughs> that was good. I like Sorry that. for my correct diction. I like that. So, yeah, while this is happening on, like, the coolest talent show ever is going on. Uh, I Steve, you want to walk <laughs> us through the two acts we're looking at? They're both a little different. Talking about Sharita. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No, yeah, Sharita's um, <laughs> doing a slow, <laughs> she's doing a slow jam. Kind of a slow dance. Uh, it's kind of odd. And then we get yeah. Sparkle Motion, ooh, which is even weirder because the crowd seemed to really enjoy it, which I thought was just odd because they weren't that good. That's, Stevie, I'm starting to question your commitment to Sparkle Motion. I got motion. no commitment for Sparkle <laughs> Motion, Pap. None. Mm-hmm. I'm Rose Darko on this. No commitment whatsoever. I thought that was pretty cool, though. I mean, obviously the dancing was whatever, but... Like the song going on, it's kind of going slow mo, and it's kind of cutting back. It is cutting back in between what Donnie's doing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I don't know what you call it, camera work or whatever. Editing. Editing. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take intro to film at IU. I'm not as cool as you guys. Josh taught me everything I know about film in Mrs. Pyle's class, but hey. Hey. Ooh, yeah. coach. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so Swayze's Mansion's burned up pretty good. Um, I was going to have Josh describe what the uh, firefighters and police found, but I think we kind of got to that. Yeah, they found a kiddie porn dungeon. So, we've already... So, uh, we have Is there any about... other room in your house that you keep kiddie porn in other than a dungeon? Yeah, why is it called a dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> why are the chains? It's like, which comes first, though? What qualifies as a dungeon, Brett? <laughs> Once kitty porn is in it, it is a dungeon. Then <laughs> it becomes a dungeon. Like if he was, if he was producing it himself Christ. and stuff, I could see why it's a dungeon. But if it's just like a library, then I don't know. I read online they kept saying it's like that's where he produced it. I don't know if they ever say that in the movie. He was so. probably using the kids that were in his videos. Oof. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we haven't really brought her up yet, but she's the savior of the movie. But uh, Pappy Barrymore gets fired. Um, she's got a couple cool scenes. That was funny. <laughs> no one at home will get that joke, but that's funny. Yes, thank <laughs> you. I, I, when I wrote that down, I was like, that's pretty good. She had like, she had a couple cool scenes. Man, she was kind of weird. Like, She was kind of mean, that whole scene with Gretchen. Putting her on the spot like that, having her sit next to the... I don't think that would fly. No, definitely not. the point of that? She's part of the manipulated living, Brett. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Uh, she had some weird scenes, and she had a couple cut scenes that uh, I thought were pretty good. Uh, The whole Watership Down, which I think was probably heavily influenced this movie, at least somewhat. Man, I watched that cartoon when I was a kid, and it was... It's just so violent. It's so much rabbit murder. Which cartoon is Have it? I seen it? Watership Down. Mm. Watership Down. No. They're they're making like a re- reboot or I know it's hard to believe they're making a reboot of something, but I might have to check that out. It's like super violent. They like slaughter each other. It's it's like a cartoon. It's like Rabbit War. Is like an allegory for something or? Yeah, it's yeah, obviously it's based on a book and that's a whole cut scene, uh, but. 
you know, that's director's cut. We don't we don't mess around with that stuff. But she <laughs> tells Donnie about the cellar door, which I mean, to me, that's not that big of a deal. But I guess it kind of leads him somewhere later. But I think it's, it's also fake. What's fake? The cellar door. That- yeah, there's no famous linguist that ever says that. That's just a Donnie. Well, there's Parker a reason thing. she said that, though. Hmm. I mean, there's a reason she even said sit next to the cutest boy. Like, she's trying to, like, nudge Donnie in the right direction. What's think the she, right direction? You think she's part of that. God's Are plan? Are you saying Drew Barrymore thinks Jake Gyllenhaal is the cutest boy no, in this class? <laughs> <laughs> is there another kitty pederast in this I movie? I Jack all over again. I think Drew Barrymore is <laughs> conscious <laughs> of the loop that's been, like, repeating itself. And so that's like, in previous loops, she's seen those two together, and th- she thought that Gretchen would just go sit by Donnie, and she didn't move. She was like, sit by Donnie. Like, you know, she's she put her next to Donnie Darko. Like, that so Drew obviously thinks that Jake is the hottest one in the mm-hmm. class because that you're banking on <laughs> you're banking on her picking and that's Jake Seth Rogen. right off the bat. Plus Stevie yeah. thinks this is Drew Barrymore's Groundhog Day movie, which I thought is a very interesting theory. Never heard Good that. Good take, one. Stevie. It is a I, that kind of goes along with something I have to say later. So uh, I guess keep that in mind. But also, Josh, I'm pretty sure I read that that quote is attributed to Tolkien. It doesn't exactly say it like that, but and he was like the one of the most, if not the most, famous, talented linguists of the 20th century. So I, I guess that's something to look into. I know I'll be rushing out of here afterwards to get my Tolkien out. I like me some Tolkien. So. He, he called them, I'm looking it up right now, on TolkienGateway.net. He mentions them as an especially beautiful pairing of words, but I don't know if it's apparently, the most beautiful. Apparently on the uh, commentary, he Richard Kelly uh, said the wrong person, but... Yeah, I guess that that might be Josh might be at least partially mostly right that maybe that's kind of a fake quote. No, so no one said it's the most beautiful. Oh. Uh so somewhere around this time we're getting down to this we're, we're getting to this pretty well guys. Uh, Donnie has his last meeting with Dr. Thurman. I guess this is where it kind of uh, one of the big differences between the theatrical version and the director's cut is and I think Richard Kelly in the end afterwards didn't like all this because it, he really wanted this movie to be a- ambiguous and this little director's cut part in the uh, psychiatrist's office kind of takes away that. In the director's cut, she tells him that he's taking placebos. Um, and I think one of the theories is he's supposed to be crazy. The medication's supposed to be, yeah, like really messing with him, but that kind of takes one of those options out. But it's mm. maybe not though. But I, I know he. I know people have looked back on the director's cut, who gave it a positive reviews early on, and uh, eventually didn't like it because of that reason. But uh, does anybody want to like try to briefly summarize our last meeting? Uh, it's kind of important. He kind of tells her a bunch of stuff he probably shouldn't tell her. And anybody have any notes on that, or do you guys want me to scoot through that? Well, this is not the time where he's sticking his hand down his pants. That was first a very session. Memorable scene. That's the most memorable. That was now. session yeah, one. But this, he does own up to f- burning down the pervert's house and flooding the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. all in one mm-hmm. fell swoop. And like he says something about how they're gonna all find out that I did it soon, and I think they're gonna find out from her actually after he tells her because she's like calling his mom. It's just a matter of time until she gets home and hears that message. So, yeah, um, I I think those are the big takeaways. I mean, 
the therapist actually seems kind of cool yeah in this movie i don't think she's trying to screw him over i think she's genuinely like very worried about him yeah she doesn't call the cops right away or anything yeah she does say uh i mean uh donnie does say frank will kill and the skies will open and she basically kind of like cryptically tells him that if the skies open his world will end because he'll fall full on into his delusions or something like that so i thought they had some pretty cool scenes Hmm. i thought some of the edited scenes out were pretty good as well but yeah, I'd say those are the main takeaways. He kind of, uh, I got super nervous when he started commit, uh, confessing to the crimes. But it's pretty much the last time he visits her. Uh, gosh, this is all. Which brings up another point, if you don't mind, Brett. No, I, Do you guys, it, this is the first time I've watched it and it kind of bothered me, but I don't know why Donnie Darko always smiles when he's in his delusions. Like, he's not really having a good time. I don't get it. Is it because it's like his secret? Back when I used to drink a lot, I would make that exact same face <laughs> after I had too many, and I wasn't having a good time, but that was the face I made. <laughs> it's got to have something to do with his schizophrenia or something. I mean, he's... I don't... All right, they're not grounded in reality, same. so... <laughs> I guess, but that, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I actually... In, I think it's because he's getting closer to his goal, Josh. I think Pappy really covered it. Maybe we can just move on. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> suffice fine. for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's just kind of just a bunch of crap. Like, Kitty Farmer just flips out about Swayze. And this kind of leads to Rose having to take the girls to Star Search, which, I mean, come on, that was just a terrible... Either way, which kind of <laughs> sets up them being home alone, which kind of leads to the end, but... Um, so yeah, he's home alone with his sister Maggie Darko. Um, uh, the dad's out of town for business, and he wants to throw a party because Elizabeth Jellen Hall got accepted to Harvard. Anybody see what I did there? No, okay. Um, is it, he's, is he this switched on? the names? Is the anybody here? Her name and the real name. <laughs> Thank you, Stevie. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Was. Small <laughs> chuckle. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't hear you, and the audience didn't hear you, so there we go. Edit that into after my joke. There you Start go. Start laughing a go. lot. I'm going to put in a big old laugh, laugh track. Yes. Like the studio audience Absolutely. applauding for that joke. Uh, spoilers will not be fake news with, spoilers with laugh tracks. for a live studio audience. Uh, I don't know. Hey, uh, Mikey, you want to give us some of the highlights of this big party that's going on? Uh, highlights of the party, um, well, his girlfriend shows up, she's upset because her mom is missing, well, because we skipped over the part where her dad stabbed her mom in the chest like four times or something, and so they're kind of like, I don't know, in secret hiding if they're in witness protection, but they've had to change their names and stuff and move across country I, I assume uh, and now she can't find her mom and she's kind of freaking out so she, the police told her to go to Donnie's house which I don't know why the police wouldn't just pick her up uh, <laughs> seems like the more logical step <laughs> and so they go upstairs and Donnie is talking to her and then uh, do they bang or do they just make out bang they bang oh they, uh, bang. they seal the deal Okay, they bang up there yeah. And then uh, they go on a beer run, or Donnie 
is wanting to make a beer run, but Frank has already made a beer run. No, he like freaks out that he needs to go see Mrs. Sparrow like right away. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks at the clock or something. But yeah, as what's going on over there? Yeah, uh, is this the first mention of Frank outside of uh, the bunny? And also, I guess I guess Swayze's little presentation. Yeah. You talk about Frank, but I remember being really confused about who the heck is Frank. So yeah, it, yeah, yes. it turns out to be like one of Maggie Darko's friends at the party in a bust in a bunny costume at the Halloween party. Yeah, I actually read it was her boyfriend, which I, I guess it doesn't say that at all. So, but she keeps looking for him. I guess the, you're supposed to maybe notice that the writing on the little fridge is the same as the writing on They Made Me Do It. I guess implying that Frank's the one that wrote. I don't know. Did anybody catch that or have any insights on that? Did not catch that. No. I, when I watched it back again, it, it is the same writing. It just It's one of those like foreshadowing things that's like impossible to catch, which kind of defeats the purpose, but... So yeah, and there's a bunch of goo trails going on, chemtrails. Uh, <laughs> goo. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting there. And as Josh pointed out, he flips out. He uh, he gathers his crew, and they just kind of hit the road. Regulators, mount up. <laughs> no regulators. We're real good too. Uh, Which no '80s movie is complete if there's not people riding on bikes in the dark. So is it like? Does it look just like ET? Or is that just me? Which I thought was weird too, because Drew Barrymore's in ET. But like, I think there's one shot, especially when the gang's coming over the hill, that is like a shot-for-shot remake of the kids in ET. Have you finally seen ET, Pep? What are you talking about? I've seen ET. I've never seen it. it. Made me cry. I thought you said once that was the highest-rated movie on your uh, letterbox that you hadn't seen. No, I think you're thinking of Interstellar. Interstellar don't do it. It's super scary. But great movie. No. Another great time travel movie. It is a great time travel movie. Uh, so yeah, Josh brought it up. They they hit the road, and uh, as you were talking about Josh, you want to kind of describe the kind of the movie crescendo, not like the main ending, but you know what happens next at after they ride their bikes. There is a breadcrumb laid earlier in the film where Donnie's dad is talking about Mrs. Sparrow and how kids used to go like steal from her place because mm. she had like gems, gems or something. Yeah, nice. So. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, Seth Rogen and the lead singer of Phantom, wait, yeah, Phantom Planet, they like are there waiting, like robbing or something. So uh, basically what happens is Donnie and the regulators walk into this old (laughs) cellar door to like look around because Donnie feels called and they get ambushed by those two douchebags. And um, while... They're like tussling around. Frank, who's on a beer run, probably already a little drunk, is like flying around in his car. And Mrs. Dr. Death or Roberto Sparrow or whatever goes back to the center of the road, which makes Frankie spin out of control and he runs over Gretchen. Which the first time I saw this, it it like happened so fast. I feel like I blinked, but looks like he just straight up runs her over, kills her on impact, I think. For mm-hmm. sure. R.I.P. And then I don't. And then like that's when Gretch. Yep. <laughs> R.I.P. Gretch. 
uh, Frank comes out of the car and he kind of yells at Donnie like, well, what were you guys doing in the road? And then Donnie just... Uh, Red Dead's him. Yeah, he de- yeah. yeah, he de- yeah. goes to party. bullet time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, it's weird. I, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that because I didn't, wasn't expecting Frank to be a real person. I thought that was really well done. Did you think the, so, uh, the plot of like, oh, they're stealing gems or whatever from this old woman's house? I thought that was so weak. Like, why was anybody there? That didn't make any sense to me at all. I agree. If people have been stealing gems for like twenty, they're years, like mining like, gems. gems. They have like, <laughs> <laughs> gems, like little pickaxes. Minesweeper, yeah. But I think it also plays into the, the <laughs> that minesweeper. I think it also plays into the importance of the cellar door comment that Drew Barry make Drew Barrymore makes in the director's cut. Because I was like, oh well, cellar door that makes sense. Doesn't make any sense if they just show up at this cellar door for no reason whatsoever. That's in both cuts. It is in both cuts. Oh. It's a longer scene in the director's cut. <clears throat> and, I mean, Josh, Brett, maybe you guys can answer this, but in the 80s, did everyone just walk around with switch, switchblades, like, ready to slit each other's throats? Or, like, <laughs> I, what, bring what's going on here? Because he the 80s very was well the wild, to wild commit west. murder. Haven't the, he was just going to murder him. Haven't switchblades well, been illegal for about eight decades? You tell me, man. They had huge butcher knives at that point. I've never had a switchblade... Uh, not since my shanking days in the early 80s. Switchblade Brett. Yep. Well, did you guys catch that Baby in the very first scene <laughs> when they show the high school, uh, the lead singer of Phantom Menace is actually taking a big snort of coke from Seth Rogen? Yeah. Phantom Menace? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> he does it in the Anakin hallway. like the menaces? <laughs> he actually is the lead singer is he from really? Phantom Planet. I wasn't sure if I recognized him, but yeah, that makes sense. Is that where... Yeah, Jason Schwartzman was apparently supposed to be Donnie, and they played together with Phantom Planet a little bit, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. Okay, Phantom Planet pod. But yeah, he's <laughs> they're coked up. I think that's what that explains that. Like, he's... That dude is, like, frenetic and kind of crazy the entire thing. I didn't think it was a huge stretch that he'd I, d- I didn't either. I didn't, I didn't think about Donnie's that. But, I mean, I can, I can see yeah, how you thought yeah. that, but... But yeah, no, we used to... just snort some coke in the school hallway earlier in the movie. You're right. I mean... If you weren't, this this is what we did in the eighties in high school. We snorted coke, went gem searching, and just cut people cut people up. Gem harvesting, harmless, good time. Go to sleep, wake up, repeat. I mean, that's what we did. The greatest generation. That's what you're called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I guess here's where the movie gets the craziest, and uh, all the ambiguity and theories start happening. Um, so just real quickly, Donnie takes Gretchen, Gretch, R.I.P., she's dead, back to his house, steals a car, loads her up, takes her to a ridge, and then you kind of see like a, is it called jump cut to the airplane where they're all just kind of smiling and happy, getting ready to come home, Rose and the fam. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, just vortex just, I guess, like opens up in the sky and you see the engine shoot through one of the vortex. So I believe this is when uh, Mad World starts playing, or really close. Is that where we're at? Mad and then the previous. I love that song. I think it's an amazing song. Boop, 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 boop. Gary Jules. Uh, and then the previous 28 days start to go in reverse. Um, 
I really like that scene. Obviously, I, that's probably, I'm guessing it's one of the most iconic scenes of the movie. Uh, if you guys could. Montage. I, this kind of leads me to what Stevie was talking about earlier. I had a little thing that I noticed both times. When they're going through, uh, I don't know how much we want to get into the whole different dimensions thing yet, or whatever you guys are calling it. The, but they all have dreams, and they mention that in the uh, director's cut. They all kind of wake up restless because not all will remember, but some will. Okay, because that's my point was everyone wakes up and has a problem. Like you know, you see Swayze; he's just like disgusted with himself, and you kind of find out later what he does. But that's for and everyone else is having really weird dreams. And I thought it was really weird that Drew Barrymore is the only one they showed who just sleeps soundly. Mm-hmm. And I thought someone was pointing out that that might have been like you said earlier. Maybe she'd done that before. Is that like what everyone's theory is? Or does anybody have a theory on that? It's kind well, of a little side theory. That plain part is when Donnie uses his telekinesis. Yeah, see, are we supposed to know that? Is that supposed to be as implied? He's or? a superhero, man. This is a superhero movie, but um, it's, I mean, it's pretty rough. I mean, like, if you've only seen it once, you probably wouldn't notice it. It took me multiple viewings to be like, oh, he pulled that off. <laughs> Yeah, I looked for it. I didn't really see it, but I, I'm gonna look again. Like, is he doing like? Yeah, his what are you talking or? about? I read that. I read that he, he used he pulled it off himself, but I didn't see it. So, go ahead, Stevie. Go ahead and explain it if you want a little more. Like when he sees like the vortex like coming up, it's either he gets on top of his car or like gets to a high point, and right when the engine like comes off, like Donnie has a look of like completion, and he gets in his car and like races. I mean, he pretty much tells uh, Gretchen it's time to go back home. Yeah, a look of completion. Like I did it. The quickening. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> he he reached the, the plateau yeah. and then he peaked. Yep. Orgasmed and then he <laughs> peak <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> the quickening. Yep, and then, so uh-huh. the vortex is the refractory period. Refra- or? Yeah, refractory period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's good to go. Twenty-four hours later. <laughs> so uh i don't remember where i was going with that yeah like the the letters read i don't know if that's important or not i thought it was pretty decent writing but uh yeah they play the girls quote gretch about replacing it with something so yeah you get back home and you find he wakes up in his bed with like a really i thought it was a hilarious giggle anybody else uh think that was a just his joker a, laugh yeah, it's just. First of all, did he forget that the thing was gonna fall back on him, or no? That's why he was happy. Okay, so yeah, that's basically the end of the movie. You find out that uh, it goes back. Yeah, to the he's beginning. saving. He's saving everybody. Yeah, right yeah there. but he's then he can save himself last... too. But either way, uh, no, he can't though. So his telekinesis powers. Apparently, the engine falls and it kills him. Um, this is when much... Mad World starts to play. After it kills him. Oh, is it? Okay. See, I got that Yeah. mixed up. All right, yeah. Makes a lot more sense. So that's pretty much it. And uh, there was kind of a cool little wave at the end, which goes along with the Mad World. Uh, everyone kind of remembering uh, Gretchen and Rose wave to each other as if they knew mm-hmm. e- as if they know each other, but they don't really know why. So, yeah, that's uh, Donnie Darko. Now, 
Hal, the floor is yours if you want to talk about these vortexes in, uh, what are they called, uh, living receiver and artifacts and all that stuff. I don't know if you guys want to get into that or what. Josh, what's your theory? Yeah, because you don't seem to I buy heard... into mine, George. <laughs> I don't have, like, a canonized theory. I think looking into the theories, and I didn't want to say anything to, like, take the wind out of your sails earlier, Brett, but I think trying to dissect all the theories is kind of a big mistake with this movie. Yeah. Because I think this movie is actually about the moments and the entertainment as you trudge along through this just weird sci-fi tale and... I think if you're going to look too much to something else to explain everything, that's kind of where it dulls down and it's not really going to come to like, I just don't think you're going to come to some grand answer. And Stevie's talking about like the tangential universe and like primary universe. I mean, those words are never spoken in the film. And I think the director's cut, they are. Yeah. He wrote that stuff specifically for it. So there is yeah, yeah, there's a lot to it, Josh. He had. Like, he wanted it to be ambiguous, but at the same time, he wrote all that stuff. Um, I mean, there re- there's a reason it's not in the better cut of the movie, because <laughs> it's... I don't know. Do you do you really think that is what's important about the movie? No, no, no. It no, explains I, I, a lot. It does, and I, I've never what's really liked... about a movie? I've yeah. never really liked am, uh, ambiguous endings, so I think that's probably what draws me to look for an answer... But I don't know. I just thought, you know, Mikey said this would be the most controversial episode ever. I'm just trying to make that happen. <laughs> Tell me what's the most important part of the movie that you miss by not seeing the director's cut then. Well, talking about, like, how Donnie's a living receiver and yeah. how Frank's a manipulated dead along with Gretchen. Yeah. Um, how they're even more powerful than Donnie. Uh, you have the manipulated living, which are all the people that kind of remember after they wake after Donnie dies. Um, it explains how the primary universe goes on pause as we delve into the tangent universe. I mean, there's a lot into it. They explain all this? Or I just like, don't need that info. See, I, that means nothing. I, I can totally see both Josh, of Josh, why are you so things. grumpy at night, dude? Yeah. It's because we started early. You seem real grumpy. It's because we started early. We started it's early, not. and Josh has been grumpers no, no, I, all I agree episode. with Josh on this. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Ever since no, Josh no. got back from the Vatican, he's been a changed man. <laughs> he's holier than thou. Hey, let's. I'm uh, staunch now, by the way. Let's. So. Uh, I thought I liked you more. Hey, Joe, Jordan, uh, go ahead and jump in. So I I remember watching bits and pieces of the of this when I was in college and didn't really understand. And I watched it this time, and I was like, <clears throat> I I looked up the explanations afterwards, and they were all very complex and tangential universes and all that. And I was like in the original or like in the theatrical cut pretty much all of it can be explained by him just being schizophrenic and it's mostly a vision and so i think that the the director's cut must explain a hell of a lot like how much longer is it do you read all that stuff is it actually explained you read it it's it's 20 minutes extra and actually most of the scenes are featured on the dvd and they're kind of just junk but again it, like stevie pointed out stevie love stevie loves reading on screen text too well <laughs> i do but you also have to understand where i'm coming from like i love like multiverses alternate dimensions and stuff like yeah. that like that stuff like i dig as far as movies and i think the director's cut like explains it really well and it it holds up well too so we we see where the the two long bros are uh and uh 
and Stevie. So, like, Mikey and Pap, do you guys want to throw in before we kind of wrap this up? You guys want to jump in? Well, I I don't have any theory. I mean, I hardly understand the movie to begin with in the first place. So, I just think it's kind of like a pretty... I don't think it's uh, too crazy with like the superhero theories that Stevie was talking about. I don't know if that was like implied in the director's cut as well, but I think it's just a kid who happened to somehow talk to himself through time and space to alternate this this reality, and uh, then he sets it back at the end of the movie. That's yeah. That's I'm I'm on board with Mikey. That's kind of my takeaway too. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wasn't necessarily like uh, asking about like. I mean, I'm glad I heard your theory. I'm just saying like, are you okay with this one bother you? Are you okay with the Long's perspective? Are you okay with Stevie's? Is one does one bother oh, you? I just like think it kind the of bothers. Thing is reaching a little bit, but if that was in the director's cut, I watched that director's cut this time around, and I didn't really see that, but I might have missed it. There's just a lot. And I'm sure Stevie's read it. Like I have 10 pages right here talking about all the stuff he's talking about. There's just a lot of stuff out there. So, I yeah. So, uh, Pappy, well, that's what I'm say. this is why when we were talking about it after uh, Poltergeist, I was saying it's not a big deal if we watch the different movies. And and Brett, you especially, like, oh no, we all should watch the same movie. Blah 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 blah. But like, fun. <laughs> they're fundamentally two different texts. They're, yes. They're fundamentally different films with different messages the one stevie's talking about what he's into is, is like deep canon theory explaining these yeah. things the the donnie darko that is the theatrical cut is very much an ambiguous film and could i think could be interpreted as like jordan's saying just a schizophrenic delusion so like they're, they're apples and oranges it's just i think it just depends on what you like more you want to do the deep dive or do you like something that's like gonna leave I, you with more questions I wonder and answers which, which uh which movie people like the most because it's a cult classic for a lot of people. And I wonder if they've even seen the director's cut and if they just like the schizophrenic. Like, yeah, I, I, that brings up a version. That brings up a good point. What Pappy said, like, like I said earlier, Richard Kelly, I think his name is Richard. He, yeah. Your uncle. He wanted it to be, <laughs> yeah. He wanted Old it to Dick be, Kelly. he wanted it to be ambiguous and he wanted you to not know. And then it's not like he had a director's cut. Like, just ready to go. I believe they convinced him to do it. And he's like, Oh yeah, I can do that. I no, think he wrote he, a lot. Of, no, so, that's not true. He actually campaigned and like drew Barrymore helped crowdfund his effort to like do a director's cut. And I, I don't after, after they asked him to do it, maybe, though, I believe I just, I don't hate the theory of Stevie. I do think that over explaining it and making it just like one solid answer. is kind of like when George Lucas, made midichlorians a thing <laughs> like Ooh. just let some of it be I, mythological and there is kind of like it, i think ambiguity that's... is like adds to the mystery of the movie and i think that's why a lot of people like it because they can theor- theorize on it so i think that's why people like the original yeah version more how much longer is the director's cut yeah. your snoke theory sucks. 20 minutes <laughs> but hey but stevie though i think i think to stevie's you said it's over-explaining. I think I, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like he's giving you a blueprint of what I it is. I think it just fluidly, yeah, explains it. Now I want again. I'm I'm okay with both, and I I actually I don't know. I, I, just, I mean, I don't like I don't get mad about either one of them. It, neither one of them bother me. So I almost just kind of consider them two different movies, which I guess they are. St- Stevie seems but, yeah. Mad. So that's cool. I have one mad. quick little other tidbit I picked up from the non-director's cut this time around. 
is uh, again it's like something dropped by Donnie's dad but early in the film he's like I heard this before Frankie Fiedler he died on the way to prom talking about yeah. doom and gloom and so it was like uh, are people with double consonant names like superheroes in this town <laughs> Frankie Fiedler Donnie, Donnie Darko, Darko. <laughs> comic comic books though most a lot of comic book characters have double uh, liter- alliterative names so Matt Murdock Bruce Banner. Yep. Clark Kent. Oh, no, no, Clark Kent's a bad example. Lois Lane. Spider-Man. Like Severus so. Snape. So, so cool. That was uh, that was that was super controversial. That was awesome. <laughs> Flame Wars. So, uh, Pap, I have a question Pyromancy. for you. Pyromancy. <laughs> what? what was that? Like, I know, like we did like a deep dive on this, but do you think he's stuck in a time loop? Do I think he's stuck in a time loop? Yeah. Because the way he wakes um, which, up in the beginning of the movie is like where the movie ends when he goes to the portal. So I think he's like stuck in a time loop. Well, there's something to be said too. Like, isn't there like when he meets the cop, everyone points out that like they're overly familiar or something. You told that to yeah. me too this time. Yeah, right. he like he looks where, like he's annoyed that? to see yeah. him. And like the first time he meets Gretchen, it's like he's pumped to see her even though he's never met her. Just little stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that well, we brought this up earlier too. I don't think we ever talked about it. The, Drew Barrymore's behavior in this movie, I think, is actually better served if if there is kind of a time loop thing mm-hmm. because it's just so irrational for her to say sit by the cutest boy if there's not some other external effects going on, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just too weird. It doesn't make any sense. Why does she say fuck seemingly all alone, but that she's caught up? by that girl behind her then. Drew Barrymore is the oracle in this universe. It's true. <laughs> she is the time bandit. Yes. All right, well, uh, <laughs> I, I don't have a, I don't have a super quick well, don't trivia do or yes long. Or no? Typically. Yes, I'm, oh, okay, I'm explaining sorry, that I want, we, should need, we need to wrap this up. Uh, I've been loving it, but let's go ahead and get to Yes or no's. Uh, let's go ahead and start with uh, Josh. Yes. Um, it is a yes for me. This is historically one of my favorite movies. So I think actually watching it this time, I was being a little critical on my actual former self. Um, That's cool. Just, cool. I don't know. Some things stuck out to me as cheesier than they did before that I used to think were like super arty. Um, cellar door kind of being one of them and... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is like smile throughout, but Jake Gyllenhaal is so freaking good. And one of my notes is that <laughs> I honestly think if it's not him playing the main character, we're probably not talking about this movie. It's probably not a cult classic. This movie would suck. Uh, <laughs> Go back home and tell me everything's going <laughs> to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just that good. And like, yeah, the part with Ch- Charita when he grabs her earmuffs and start shaking her is like so cringy i promise that one day everything's gonna be better for you shut up just wanted to bring that up and <laughs> one other line that i wanted to bring up possibly my favorite line is that when donnie darko is smoking cigs with his friends and he's like told his sister what will happen if she tells on him one of the kids is like, man, this is good shit, huh? And he's like, it's a fucking cigarette. Anyway, solid yes, Brett. Thanks for picking this movie so I didn't have to. Go back to China, bitch. 
just leave her alone. Some good shit, huh? It's a fucking cigarette. You're welcome. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with Pep Dog. Pep Dog Millionaire. Yeah, this is a hard yes for me. I actually uh, increased my rating on Letterbox quite a bit. Uh, I gave it like a five star movie. I think it's which means I think it's like a, amongst the ten percent best movies ever made. Um, I, I love both cuts actually. I, I first watched the director's cut, which I think was a mistake because I think it's probably more fun to to have the questions and then dig for the answers. But I, I really do love. The way this film's edited, especially in the in in both cuts, but when you have like the, I don't think we talked about the the Tears for Fears song that might be playing now Jam. in the background, and they had that super cut head over heels. Yeah, you like, think we'll get the rights for that? Yeah, sure. Know. Well, if we don't, we'll pay. If Tears for Fears, if you hear this, we'll pay you for the song. Otherwise, but uh, I don't know. That's that super cut and the way that they're they're speeding up and slowing down uh, the camera. It really just ties into the whole themes that are going on of like the time manipulation and it's just little details like that 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 really blew me away on the second uh viewing uh that being said this was always kind of like a stoner movie for me i mean i'm pretty baked right now for this podcast (laughs) but uh it's 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 i i think it's i should have held it in more regard though than a stoner movie it's it's a lot better than that and it's it's a hard yes for me and one last note uh brett barbara bush was the antichrist (laughs) <laughs> uh, thank you for that uh, let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Mikey uh, yeah this is a yes I don't know if it's a hard Vigo Mortensen yes like a lot of people are going to say but uh, I liked it I think it's one of the better edited movies that we've ever uh, reviewed on here I think uh, mm-hmm. that serves the movie really well and like Josh said Jake Gyllenhaal really is the best part of this movie if it was anybody else this movie would probably be trash uh do we know how old jake is in this movie he's pretty he's pretty 20. young yeah he's tw- he's 20 or 20 or 21 okay. he's pretty young and he's doing a great job uh, and there's a ton of people in this movie uh it's a pretty crazy cast um uh, i i like it a lot it's like a david lynch like movie it's weird and ambiguous or ambiguous um it's got a lot going on for it uh and it's a mystery uh but i don't know it's just kind of weird and out there and i don't always understand it when i watch it but uh i enjoy it anyways and i kind of enjoyed it more this time around so it's a yes for me cool yeah he might have been 19 or 20 but either way yeah uh let's go with stevie uh, yeah, this movie is a um, a hard, hard yes. Uh, I think this movie is like one of my all-time favorites. But this is a preference thing for me. I'm obsessed with movies about time and dimension, so definite, definite yes. It's well acted and well written, and uh, I like both versions. So yeah, hard yes. Cool. I think the moment we've all been waiting for. Let's go with. Let's kick it to Jode. Yeah, I mean, I hate to be contrarian here, but uh, no, fuck that. It's a yes. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Stevie wanted me to give it a no, so I did. Uh, (laughs) No, I I think this is really good. I think that there's a lot of discussion that can take place. I have never watched the director's cut, and I think that that's 
one of those things that when you read the theories online, it only really makes sense if you watch that cut. We did um, watch it together in college, but okay. <laughs> well, that would... Some of us remember it differently. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Jordan was too interested in stealing <laughs> gems. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, shout out, shout out to the fact that we all might be in a time loop because I believe in our film class that Josh taught one day and that Stevie, Pap, and Mikey were all in, Chase Troxel made one of his movies to Mad World. Um, <gasps> and <laughs> Pappy, did you yeah. it's all coming off in full circle right now. <laughs> Whoa. It is a Mad World. So it's all coming full circle, but it's, it's a yes, Mad World. Chase Traxel, the manipulated dead. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. Can't believe you just doxed him too. <laughs> that's awesome, Jordan. Uh, yeah, this I'd never seen this movie before, and it was a request again from my wife. Thanks, Brittany, for picking this movie. I really, really loved it, and I'm glad other people said it. But the whole time, I'm just thinking, "Holy crap, Jake Gyllenhaal is so." So awesome good. at acting he's just so good and so young and he's just gotten better and better and I think maybe Pappy said it a while back that he's just one of the best out there and I think he's in your top three or something mm-hmm. he's he's just a great great actor uh, he's great in this movie like I cringe at thinking hearing the rumors that Vince Vaughn was considered for this movie Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, yeah, Jason Schwartzman. I mean, just <laughs> god awful. I mean, I like I like Vince Vaughn, but he was like 31 years old. Hey, how's your mother doing? I think he he, he even knew. <laughs> so how's Frank for me? All right, how's your mother? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That would have been terrible. Oh We're dealing god. with external so, powers we cannot see. <laughs> what did you say, Josh? What's <laughs> this is Jordan? But Jordan, what, Jordan. How many uh, movies has Jake Gyllenhaal been in that we've reviewed? Because Enemy. Don't. This. That's not. That's not. Stop. 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 Do not keep talking. Oh. You'll know why. Oh. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, this is a definite yes. I loved it. I also uh, gave this. I gave it five stars. I. I was. The writing I thought was amazing. The acting was great. Like Mikey said, the, the editing, the music. It just was awesome. Awesome movie. Yeah, I can see how. You people at the college age were drawn to this but thanks for not watching it, it with me though i did watch a little bit you blew me off in college when i tried to show you this to do what yeah, no that's what did not you true. Do instead of he went to go Batman. steal gems oh yes i did hey and we bought a lot of pizza express from that gems i stole okay <laughs> a lot of big 10 meals okay so yes yeah, it's a definite yes so that makes this uh six Six yeses. Uh, anybody got a food they want to throw out? Rabbit yogurt. stew, maybe? Or... Fresh yogurt. A <laughs> 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 little, little granola in there. little homemade yeah. granola. <laughs> it's got to be extra dairy for Stevie's theories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, me and, me and Stevie can't nope. handle the dairy. Can't handle these it. Days, so. Comes up every episode. All right. <laughs> All right so let's... Uh, that was great. That was really fun. That's six yeses preserved. Uh, spoiler trivia. So let's jump into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think we got lucky. I don't think you said any. I'm going to steal what I thought was the best trivia ever from Stevie. I don't think I'll be able to pull you off as well. You bastard. It won't take super long. But uh, what's it called? Tag, tag your it. it or... Tag your it. Hey, hey you don't own I own, own tag it, your man. It, all right? Chud, 
Shut my up. spoilers game, but fine, I'll allow it. All right. Shut up. Yeah. Can you explain the rules Shut for up. those of us at home? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's I, I just have 15 taglines. It's going to be three rounds. Uh, I'm going to give the tagline. If you do not get it, the person directly behind you has a chance to steal. Nobody else. Uh, most points at the end. And just so we say it now, so we didn't have a problem like we did last time, if you're the 15th person, it, the next person does get to steal, which, you know, Pappy blew it with, with Furious 7 or whatever Fast last eight. time. It's going to be a problem. So uh, the order I have is Stevie, Fate. Mikey, Pappy, Josh, and Joe. But I guess, Joe, if you'd like to switch it up. I'm not going to break the order. Okay. All right, so Stevie, you get the first yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when you love someone, you. Gosh dang it. We ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you love someone, you can't just throw it away. <sighs> That's there's two possibilities. There's one. Uh, well, Stop! Hey, Josh, don't be salty. <sighs> is it already so salty? Broke back. The movie that this. Is the- Incorrect. Yeah, I see. I knew so, it was the other one. Mikey, you have a chance to steal. Is it love and other drugs? Can, can I just say it, Brett? Yes, you can. I knew it's on know. my Go Nocturnal ahead. Animals movie. He says that exact, it is Nocturnal same quote. Animals. Yeah. Mm. Nocturnal. Man, that tagline should nocturnal be Nocturnal Bagimals. Okay, so that le- uh, takes us to Mikey. <laughs> oh, it doesn't skip me? No, it's just oh. a steal. No, you get a chance. Love is a force of nature. Uh, Love and other drugs? (laughs) Incorrect. Brokeback Mountain. That is correct with a steal. Pappy with an early lead. All right, Brokeback Brett. Okay, so. (laughs) So, number three. Sometimes one dream is enough to light up the whole sky. So easy. Yes. Hey, stop table talk. No table talk. Nightcrawler? Incorrect. Josh with the steal? Oh, man. Stevie's going to kill me for this one. I don't know. Uh, I think I know this one. Yeah. Uh, Is there there a theme to these? Yep. No, just Jake 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 Gyllenhaal movies. movies. I'll say love and other drugs. No, it's October (laughs) Sky. That's incorrect. Stevie, you don't get the point. Yeah, Ah. October Sky. I thought that would be a really easy one. Fantastic. Okay, Josh. Yes. Be careful what you search for. Nightcrawler. Incorrect. Joe, do you want to try to steal? Uh, I think I know. Don't give away guesses. I don't know. Uh, The answer is life. From 2017. He was in it for five minutes. Oh, spoiler alert. Terrible movie. Um. That's my next pick. So, uh, the last person this round, a journey of two. This is for Jordan. A journey of two thousand seven hundred fifty-five point eight miles begins with a single yeah. bounce. Well, that's bad. Don't watch it. Bubble Boy. Damn that is man. correct. Nice. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round one. Pappy's got a point, and Jordan's got a point. Okay, this is going back to Stevie. There's one. Uh, there's more than one way to lose your life to a killer. Oh, I know. <laughs> <It's>, what? 
There's more than one way to lose your life to a killer. Zodiac. That is correct. Nice. Nice. It's the only other uh, Jake so, Gyllenhaal movie I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's got a tough one. Believe in hope. Uh, could it be brothers? Incorrect. Brothers. Uh, about the happy with the steel? Boston Marathon one stronger. Nope. This one was hard. Yeah, I think you had to see the movie. It's Southpaw. I think his last name is Hope. God oh. damn. That's stupid. That's a good movie. Uh, so, who are we on? Uh, Pappy. Number eight. Defy the future. Defy the future. Source code? Incorrect. Mm. Josh? Donnie Darko? Incorrect. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Wow. Nice. Another great wow, time travel. A lot of time movies. movies. You love honestly, time. Honestly, time movies. Honestly, I remember when that flopped. I was like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal's career is over. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that Pappy? So we're yeah. on Josh. No, it was Josh. Uh, that was me. Josh's turn. Josh, number nine. A hidden truth, a desperate search. <laughs> These are hard, Ooh, by the way. A lot of them are hard. hard. Brothers. Incorrect. Jordan. Love and other drugs. <laughs> Incorrect. It was uh, prisoners. <laughs> ah! <laughs> that looks good though, isn't it? Good. It it's is really good. Movies. I re- it's yeah, really it's one of my favorite. Paul Dano, right? Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And <laughs> wave. All right, Jordan, you ready for this one? Probably not. Acro or Nuit Sans Lendemain au Dependant L'un de l'autre Enemy. or Addicted to One Night Stands or Dependent on One Another Enemy Incorrect Fuck Stevie <laughs> What? What was that beginning you just read? <laughs> it was uh, it's, it's actually the tagline it's in French so but it's Addicted to One Night Stands or Dependent on One Another mm-hmm. Question mark Love and Other Drugs that is correct. That yeah! <laughs> is that two for Steve? Big steal. Son of a bitch. Shit. All right, guys, it's the last round. Stevie. I mean, it's over, isn't it? Doesn't Stevie have two? No, Stevie's got one point. I have two, I'm man. I two. What do you have? Oh, uh, you, got, uh, you got Zodiac, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. My and, bad. And the steal. He might. Oh, my gosh, dude. This, if he gets this, it, he wins. I think Jordan both have one. I did not do this on purpose. Uh,. Um, mm. Wow, I just blew that. Never mind. Forget I said that. I have to think of something else. What would you do if you knew the future? See, now it's... <laughs> yeah, right? This is this is long levels of controversy here. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I... That was nothing. How does Shoeless Joe Jackson get into every spoilers trivia game and just throw it for the betters? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know! Uh, I hope it's not the. No. Uh, I'll just go with the main one, Donnie Darko. That's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say that or source code. Good thing Brett like gave it away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Pab still has a chance to tie, as do I. I do have a chance to tie if Mikey misses and I steal and get it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. <yeah>. Same. <laughs> oh, I'll miss Same. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to the suck. Welcome to the suck. 
have. Is it broke back? Broke back? Is that, is that your guess? I have no idea. Yeah, that's my guess. Incorrect. Pappy? The day after tomorrow? Incorrect. Mm. Is it end you know of what? watch? Oh. We, no. You know what? I'm fixing this. But Jordan still has a chance. Uh, no, no. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I do. Yes, he I does. Steal, I can steal and get right. it right. All right. Don't fix anything, Brett. <laughs> I mean, okay. Jordan has no chance, Pappy. but... We can play this game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any more Jake Gyllenhaal movies. So. Every moment of your life, they stand watch. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Incorrect. Josh. Enemy. Incorrect. End of watch. Okay. <laughs> Josh, the closer you look, the darker it gets. This is important. I know. And I... I think this might be Nightcrawler, but I'm going to guess Brothers. Incorrect. Yes. Long Nightcrawler. levels of conspiracy. What did you say, Jordan? Nightcrawler. That is correct. Brother! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Stevie, coming for you. I just want to say something. On the Evil Dead, everyone's coming at me. I've never rigged a trivia. I've never cheated on trivia. I didn't rig this one. I just, I just misspoke. I just want to say that I've it. never rigged a trivia. I've never cheated on trivia. Go carry on. I did not do that on purpose. Nor I have just, I. I'm just an idiot. I <laughs> made a mistake. <laughs> do you want me to? I have one ready to go. Do you want me to give one to? No, if Jordan gets this, my goddamn turn. Give it to me. Time. Stevie has Jordan. Steal. Where will you be? Oh, Jordan. Where will you be? Source code. Oh, Jordan. Oh. Day after oh. tomorrow, bruh. I don't fucking no. know. I told you I don't know any more fucking movies. That is correct. And I didn't get to do either of my tiebreakers. Mm. Bummer. Uh, what were they? Uh, the greatest song of all time, She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack peaked at what number on the Billboard <laughs> Hot 100 Fuck charts? yeah, Brett. Save that for next time. That's the tagline? <laughs> no, that's, that's a, the a tiebreaker. <laughs> no, it's spoiler, a tiebreaker. man. <laughs> Jeez, that's the longest tagline in the world. Look at Josh trying to usher in Spoiler Man already, Josh. <laughs> What's wrong? All right, Spoiler Man. Kick it to Spoiler, spoiler Man. man. While, uh, Stevie thinks of his next movie, and I, gotta, I, I gotta pee. That's Darko. Get shamed by Pappy some more. That's Darko. No, I, I think you kept it fair. You, you're trying to I, change it, which would have really pissed me off if you changed it halfway through. <laughs> I would have been really pissed. I, yeah, I... I did definitely try to cheat. I just blew it. I blew it. Spoiler man here. Let's get right into it. <clears throat> Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. Trivia is fucking rigged. It's bullshit. All right, we're back. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Jordan. What? Thank you, Spoiler Man. So, Stevie, do you have a movie? Jordan, you have nowhere to talk about rigged trivia conspiracy. <laughs> but okay. well, don't you, isn't the order Stevie. supposed to be from most difficult to least? 
Just saying. Stevie, I did it. Real I quick. do random. Yeah, what's up? Before you pick your movie, are ghosts real? A, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, you cheated. I've never cheated on trivia. I've never rigged it. And I don't think anyone else on this podcast can say that, honestly. Uh, I can't. I, 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 I didn't rig it. I just blew it. Josh, you have rigged it for Mikey before. I just listened to that episode the other day. Beetlejuice. Anyway, Stevie. Yeah. What never. movie are you going to pick? Well, I'm going to leave it to the crowd here. Do you guys want... A serious movie like reading a good book or just a very light, hilarious movie? Super serious. Serious. Super serious. Serious. All right, let's go with the serious one. Back-to-back Gyllenhaal movies. I know. So I was going to do there was something about Mary. Ugh. He's in that? What do you mean, ugh? It's one of the funniest movies ever made. So overrated. Brett... Love the controversy. I, I changed my opinion. <laughs> no, I'm not even giving the satisfaction. So we're going to go with Prisoners. <laughs> nice. Love it. More Paul Denny Dano? Movies. Jake Gyllenhaal? A Hidden Truth. A Desperate Search. <laughs> Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. All right, everybody. Uh, we were having some fun, and then Krabby, Pappy, and dumb Brett blew it for everybody. So. <laughs> But I thought that was a good episode, and I appreciate y'all hanging out with us and me. So until next week, look out for spook. Oh no, that didn't nope. work. But uh, no, nope. prisoners is spooky. This was a as Halloween fuck, though. movie, though. Spooky prisoners. <laughs> so yeah, prisoners is spooky. Thanks, guys. This is spoilers. There's a tangent universe and a primary universe. And the movie doesn't take place in the primary hardly at all. That's what the whole movie's about. Mm-hmm. Well, that was spoilers. <laughs> <laughs>